The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey. And I want to talk to you today about one of my favorite subjects, Flipboard. Can you think of anything that is more important to a school than teaching and learning? This is the sole reason why school exists, right? COVID-19 has presented an opportunity for teachers to embrace the modern practices of 21st century education, albeit it also comes with challenges. In this episode, I detail how I began using Flipboard as an educational tool and why it's the app to rule them all. I discuss how you can use Flipboard to showcase student work, curate meaningful discussions, and use it as a tool to target instruction. I also highlight practical uses for Flipboard that increase students' ability to communicate, collaborate, think critically, and be creative. So without further ado, let's collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EDU Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how I got started with Flipboard. I got started with Flipboard through an amazing teacher. I actually stole it. This is really how I got started. Um, And I'm going to tell you the story of how I stole it. It was a great story. So I was getting ready to um, go to a science department meeting. Um, I had just gotten a job in Fort Bend ISD um, to coach basketball and to teach aquatic science. Um, It was a great job for me because I got a chance to work with the Hall of Fame coach, Ronnie Courtney. And I was very excited. Um, I was going to have a new talent pool um, coming from Houston Independent School District. I was just really looking forward to a um, just another avenue of my career. And I was put on an amazing science team. Uh, the students that I were used to um, come from a different socioeconomic background. So the students that and for being could they basically afford a device. And this was when devices were new and um, they were trying to figure out what works best. And so I was always on the lookout for new things, specifically in the back of my mind. One thing that I really was always on the lookout for was a tool that could showcase what I was doing in the classroom while my students are learning. Uh, one of the big problems at that particular time was when an administrator came and did a walkthrough in my classroom, they really couldn't see what the students were learning. There was really no visual way for me to show that the students were engaged into what I was doing. A lot of times when they did walk into the classroom, it just really looked like the kids weren't paying attention. I wasn't teaching. The students were uh, just on their devices. And if um, a, an administrator had not been um you know, schooled on how to evaluate somebody like that, you could end up with a poor evaluation. So uh, I was, with all that in the back of my mind, 
I'd always had an idea of something that I actually wanted. But anyway, so getting back to my story, uh, Lisa Foyle was teaching chemistry and she was uh, my lunch partner. We would all eat lunch together sometimes. And and Lisa was getting ready to go out. Um, she wouldn't be there the next day. And she was like, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some chemistry articles that I want our students to read. And I was like, wow, that's an amazing thing. You know, how are you going to get the students to read? Because that was one of the initiatives that the school was trying to focus on. And she was like, I'm going to use Flipboard. And I was like, Flipboard? I've never heard of Flipboard. She's like, oh, yeah, it's a really cool tool that you can put um, articles in and students can just flip through and just read articles. So I saw the way she used it with her classroom and I stole it and I used it with my aquatic science students. quickly became one of the most useful tools that I have ever used in the classroom. Number one, simply because it's a beautiful app and is found on Android and iOS devices, which makes it amazing. At that particular time, I don't think it was on the web yet, but it was something that was found on both devices. So I was like, great, that's device agnostic. I can use it for any student. Another thing that I liked about Flipboard at that particular time was I could generate a QR code. And when people come came into my room now, I could point the administrator to the QR code and I could say, hey, here is the QR code to my Flipboard magazine. And that administrator would be able to pull up the resources that we would have for students. So that was a really cool thing for me to show that. Uh, Then shortly after that, Flipboard allowed you to start to be able to make magazines and securate. So what I would do is I would have my students to write a newsletter per se of the actions or activities that we were doing in class. And then I would have those articles flipped into the Flipboard. So specifically, I use Google Docs. And Google Docs gives you a URL link to share. And I would have students to write their articles in Google Docs uh, using the article template. Then I would share their stories to the Flipboard magazine and sharing those stories to the Flipboard magazine. I would then share that out to the um, teachers and excuse me, I shared those out to the parents of those students and to the administrators via QR code on the door when they walked in so they could see, you know, exactly what we're doing, what was the newsletter. So that was my product. And I never, ever, ever would have been able to use Flipboard if it wasn't for Lisa Foyle. I don't think Lisa gets the proper amount of credit um, for me stealing her idea. Um, Well, actually, in teaching, there's really no such thing as stealing. It's just really borrowed. Uh, So I definitely want to always give Lisa Foyle the chemistry teacher at George Bush High School, credit for turning me on to Flipboard and having great ideas. And then from there, Flipboard just took off because it's so many things that I could do with my students. Prime example, here's one that you can do with yours. In the COVID era, um, students are going to be looking for ways to just unwind. Um, And a really good, cool way to do it is to share a magazine full of music. And what's really cool is I like the station on YouTube called Chill Hop. 
And that's good study music, nice mellow music, kind of upbeat, you know, no words, uh, nice melodic um, melodies. And so what you could do is curate a couple of those uh, chill hop songs and put those in a Flipboard magazine and call it study music. Share that music with your students from the Flipboard magazine and tell them that when they're studying, they can listen to this music. Now, that works well for secondary um, students as well. Um, however, if you're an elementary teacher, maybe there are some elementary songs that you can find on YouTube that would be nice to play in your classroom, especially if you teach in the pre-K or early childhood era, uh, sharing those songs that teach number, facts, fluency, um, sharing uh, these uh ones that teach alphabet, uh, phonetic sounds. I know phonics is, is not what you're teaching in elementary, but just different techniques that you can share with parents. Um, it, it can work as a resource in that, in that manner. So my story about Flipboard ends with giving Lisa Foyle the credit for getting me turned on to it and how you can enhance your classroom just by sharing music um, especially in this COVID era time with your students so that it can, you know, just um, lower the effect filter and allow them to enjoy being in class. I want to talk to you about the magic bullet of instruction. So what is more important to a school than teaching and learning? You know, there are so many things that teachers have to do, bus duty, lunch duty, lesson plans, call parents, talk to students, IEPs, special ed. There's just so many things that a teacher has to do. But the most important thing sometimes is not necessarily focused and honed in on schools. The most important thing behind safety is teaching and learning in a school. As a matter of fact, it seems like sometimes that can be put on the back burner. Now, you may not agree with me that teaching and learning is put on the back burner in your school. However, I'm going to say in some places that I was is that the last thing we actually talked about was how can we improve our teaching and how can we improve what our students are learning? I think that when that conversation becomes on the forefront, then some of the other problems that we are actually dealing with then specifically are taken care of. It seems like a lot of times some people, including myself, now that I'm an administrator, can get to the point to where you can't see the forest for the trees. And I have to stop and remind myself, what is the most important thing that our students are going to need? They're going to have to be able to regulate their own learning. And then our most important asset in our school what is going to keep teachers in the field of teaching? It is enhancing their teaching. The more effective a teacher is, the more fulfilled they will be. The more fulfilled the teacher is, then the more fulfilled the learner is. So I like to look at the magic bullet. So what I like to call, if there is a magic bullet or something that will at least cut the line specifically for teaching and learning, 
is incorporating the four C's of education. So the first C that I like to talk about is critical thinking. And how can I use critical thinking when I'm determining in Flipboard? So I'll give you a practical way to use a critical thinking assignment using a Flipboard magazine. First, you want to create a Flipboard magazine. Uh, let's say it's a topic. I'm going to use a science topic of rock formations as something that we're going to critically think about. I am going to put in this magazine a series of pictures, probably before and after. Okay, before and after, just different rock formations. And I'm going to engage my students to think critically by asking our, my students questions about these pictures that I've posted in this magazine. I want you to describe for me what you see in this picture. Now, the reason why you're doing that is because you want the students to analyze the picture and pull out the evidence and then have them type what they see in the comment section on the Flipboard magazine. And what that does is it builds a comment so that students can see what other students are writing and therefore formulates a class discussion simply just by using the app. Now, here's something that you may not know as a teacher is that you can share a private magazine with students or you can share a public magazine. So my first thought is that if I were you, I would share a private magazine. I would ask an application-based question. Um, look at this picture. Um, give them a sentence stem so that they can start their writing and that they can focus their writing of just analytical things of rock formations and talk about how, what do you see? Um, how does one picture relate to the other? And in the magazine, and I think that that right there is a very engaging way to use critical thinking inside of a Flipboard magazine. The next magazine that I would share is a creativity magazine. It's a couple ways you can do this creativity by using Flipboard. Um, you can show students works being creative and share it with parents. You can also um, have a magazine that you would make public so that anybody who has the um, code can see it. You can share it on social media. Uh, you can share it on, on any Flipboard. You can share it on Google+. Plus. Uh, you can share it on Twitter. You can share it on um, Facebook. It's a really cool way to do it of just students being creative in the classroom. Just random creativity acts and let students um, use Google Docs to take a picture of something that they did that was that they felt that they was very creative and let them write a seven sentence description of what they felt was creative. So what you're doing there is twofold because not only are you asking students to be creative, but then you're asking them also to write and analyze like my first example about critical thinking to write and analyze how and why they were creative, put that in the magazine and then share with the community. You also can generate a QR code from the link from the Flipboard magazine and just post that around the school in different areas and go on a gallery walk, take the students on a gallery walk and then have the students use the devices where they would scan the QR code and they could look at other students creativity as 
as an inspirational tool um, or as a gallery walk around uh, to get students up and moving, uh, especially if you're going to be in the classroom and you need to take a mask break. Students are going to be going to schools with masks. And what better way to get students' minds um, focused on education, especially during a mass break or rest areas, to have them bring their device, have them scan QR codes that maybe are around a way that students are going to be resting and relaxing. It's really cool. And then also, too, if you are in an older setting, let students comment on others' creative ideas or something that students felt were creative. I think a very powerful tool about Flipboard, which is which adds to the discussion of of any class is allowing students to peer review each other's work and to talk about it and just not necessarily all the way off top topic, but slightly off topic of conversations where students can build rapport with each other. It doesn't always have to be about science. It doesn't always have to be about math. It could be slightly off topic. Um, however, just something that will build camaraderie in the classroom. Uh, the next thing I like to talk about is collaboration. How can students collaborate through Flipboard, which is really cool. Flipboard has a tool that allows you to share your magazine with other students. So on the Flipboard main page, whether you're online or are you on the app, you can click the share button. When you click the share button, then it allows you to share a link for um, people to view the curation link. But right next to that, there is an invite a contributor. And, and by inviting a contributor, more than one person can assist in curating the magazine. An example of that is how we use our Flipboard EDU podcast magazine. I have three curators or two other curators that help me with the magazine, which would be uh, my good friend, Stacy Boudry and Jeanette Spire. They also add educational articles to our Flipboard magazine. And this is a good magazine simply because we all curated. And I think it's a really good example of how people who are interested in education could put articles in. Most of the articles that I flip in, I read later. Uh, so I'll see something on the news or something on the channel and I will flip into the Flipboard magazine and read it. I bring it up to teachers, uh, share it on my own social media accounts simply because it's really good information. I love getting my news from Flipboard simply. But another reason simply because it's it's just all there, like it's all the major channels are there and it's so diverse It's well organized within the magazine. It looks great. So when I share the magazine, uh, people can you know access the information. They can tap on it, get more information and also join a worldwide discussion, kind of similar to what I talked about in the last uh, point that I brought up with the creativity. Um, situation. And last but not least, there is the communication portion of Flipboard, which is amazing simply because you can communicate with Flipboard in several different ways by communicating with audio, by communicating with video, by communicating, having students to create videos. A really cool idea is that you can have students to go to flipgrid.com and create individual Flipgrid videos, take those Flipgrid videos, have the students download them into their Google Drive 
or their OneDrive and then share that link and then send those videos to the class and have a class discussion. So if you're on a Zoom or if you're on a Teams meeting and that's an activity, the students were going to go research something and present it and then put them in groups and then allow them to present their information through the video. And then as everybody is presenting certain topics, have the students peer review each other's work. Oh, my God. That is a huge um uh, just a huge tactic that really works really well in education. As you can see, I love Flipboard. I love using it um, to help teachers think about ways to incorporate the four C's. If you're not using it in instruction, I'm, I'm telling you, once you get going with it, it's going to be really cool. Also on a school level, as a principal, it's a really cool way to tell your story. I know I put my podcast in here, but why not create your own podcast and put inside of your own Flipboard magazine and then share that with your community and highlight some of the great things that's happening in your school, especially with some of the negativity that is facing around us going to school, how parents are a little apprehensive and students are apprehensive and teachers are apprehensive. They need a really calm and cool collective voice. Hey, share your story inside of your own Flipboard magazine. And I know people will really enjoy it. Well, I want to thank you for listening to me because I can go on and on about Flipboard, but that is the end of our show. I want to thank you for listening. Hey, and if you have any creative ways that you use Flipboard, go ahead and share it with us. Now, there is a Flipboard chat that is on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. with the Flipboard EDU chat. And we also have our Flipboard magazine, Flipboard EDU podcast magazine. Go ahead and share uh, join us and we can communicate there. You guys have a great day. With so much content wheezing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the best stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Get started now at Flipboard.com.